Blog Talk Radio. I believe that everyone who is present here today came with real and special purpose. And I believe that as an answer to this, that in this session, some very outstanding benefits are going to be received by every one of you. I believe that you should go forth into life with an attitude of enthusiasm, as we tell you again and again, that life meets you just like you meet life. Challenges of life require work. Success requires mental and physical action. If you want to improve yourself, you've got to do something. And you've got to stop thinking that the president ought to do it for you, or the governor ought to do it for you, or society ought to do it for you. Because you see, in the final analysis, no one can do my doing for me. I can give you these techniques, like the one we're on now, telling you when you wake up in the morning, ask yourself the question, how am I going to meet life today? And reminding yourself, today life is going to meet me just like I meet life. And see, there is absolute science. Again, it's not blind faith. It's not dumb luck. But today, life is going to meet me just like I meet life. And today, if I meet someone that doesn't like me, it's because somewhere in my consciousness, I don't like myself. Now, some of these little pills may be a little bitter to swallow. Because you see here also in this philosophy, there are no scapegoats. There's no devil to blame here. In this philosophy, you are your own devil. You are your own God. Only you can choose the path that you must try. And nothing can save you from evil or sin until you discover the presence of God within. And as Reverend Ike has said in that immortal lecture, I meet no one but me. In other people, I only meet myself. You can never meet anyone but yourself. The attitudes and moods that you encounter in other people are reflections of some attitudes and moods within your own subconscious mind. Today, life meets me just like I meet life. Let's shout it. Today, life meets me just like I meet life. And when you realize that, you can ask yourself the next question. After you remind yourself that today life meets me just like I meet life, then ask yourself the next question. In what attitude do I go forth to meet life today? In what attitude do I go forth to meet life today? Say that with me verbally. In what attitude do I go forth to meet life today? I like to play with words and to say these ideas from many different similar ways to impress your subconscious mind, change words around a bit. In what frame of mind am I meeting life today? Please repeat that with me. In what frame of mind am I meeting life today? And you can be absolutely certain, again, this is science, you can be absolutely certain that life is going to meet you exactly according to your attitude, according to your frame of mind. And then when you realize that, then you begin to work on your state of mind. You begin to work on your attitudes. This is why I'm always using the old cliche here, health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money. You can change it to an affirmation. 
Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. Together, today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. The thought of health in your mind will displace all of the suggestions in the world mind about sickness. Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. And you see, you send your word forth and you're going to meet it because you're always meeting the word that has gone forth out of your consciousness in the experiences of your life. You're always meeting the vibrations which you've sent forth. If you send out healthy vibrations, you're going to meet health. When the so-called epidemics go around, they'll go around you. Why? Because today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. Say that with me. Today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. And yes, this is a miracle-working idea. It will work a miracle of health for you. And not only that, when you go forth into life with a healthy attitude, do you realize that your attitudes are always impinging upon the experiences of other people? A healthy attitude is also a healing power. My healthy attitude is a healing power. Together, my healthy attitude is a healing power. This is why these people who have developed a healing consciousness or a health consciousness help and bless so many people. But you see, on your job, if you go forth into life and onto your job or into school or wherever you're going with the right attitude, with the right ideas, without even opening your mouth, you will help people. Some of you right now, you can think of some people. When you see them, you feel better. And you can think of some other people, perhaps in the past, that isn't true now, because you've changed your phone number and your address and you won't tell them where you are. You can think of some people that, you know, you used to see, and it was just depressing just to see them. And I don't care if they are your relatives. If there are people who are just negative and they insist on being negative, Change your phone number. And when you change your address, don't send them a new address. Get your post office box. Send them a Christmas card once a year. From the post office box. <laughs> but anyway, today I go forth into life with a happy attitude. Shout it. Today I go forth into life with a happy attitude. You remember that verse of Scripture, my word that goes forth out of my mouth shall not return unto me void, but it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it, and it shall accomplish that which I please. So what you say about yourself, what, you believe, what I believe and say about myself is the word of God to my experience. Come on. What I believe and say about myself is the word of God to my experience. See, the Word of God is not something on paper with black ink and gold edges and a black leather cover. I'm sorry to tell you good religious people that. I see some of you are in a state of shock. The Word of God is what I believe and say about myself. So in the morning, when I say today, I go forth into life with a healthy attitude. I go forth into life with a happy attitude. This word of health 
This word of happiness becomes the word of God to my experience and governs my experience. The word of God is not something written centuries ago by sages and prophets. The word of God is what you believe and speak about yourself every moment. You see, if you believe the right thing about yourself, you believe the right thing about me. If you love yourself correctly, then you can love others correctly. But this is where the sociologists go off, you know. They try to apply a general sociological panacea to solve all of the social problems. But the first unit of society is the individual. And in order to heal society, first of all, the individual must be healed. The individual must first come to peace with himself. That's why I love so much that beautiful song, Let There Be Peace on Earth, and Let It Begin With Me. But you see, the sociologists are so busy telling what's wrong with everybody else. People are experts on what's wrong with the next person. So people know what other people ought to do and what they ought not to do, but don't know what the hell they should do themselves. And the different ethnic groups and social groups and so on, you know, we know exactly what other people ought to do. But we've got to get back to the individual. And you see, this individual who begins his day by coming to peace with himself and speaking the word of good for himself, today I go forth into life with a healthy attitude, with a happy attitude. He contributes to the uplifting of society. And only such an individual experience of inner peace can redeem society. You see, the world as a whole is not going to be saved. The world is never going to be saved. A lot of good people have tried to save the world. See, that's why I, I gave up the world. I quit trying to save it. Because the world has one consistent treatment for its would-be saviors, and that's crucify him. And I ain't aching for a shaking. And you who think that it's your job to save the world, get your cross ready. <laughs> but you see, that's another thing. You see, even after the world crucifies you for trying to save it, it's not going to be saved. I love Jesus more than I ever loved him because I understand him better than I've ever understood him. And he wanted so badly to save the world. He worked a lot of miracles, healed the sick, raised the dead, turned water to wine. Wished I was there to get some of it. <laughs> But the world just wouldn't be saved. And the world is never going to be saved. Only the individual can be saved, and the individual must save himself by discovering his own indwelling God power. And it would do good if the sociologists learned this. Only the individual can be saved. You're not going to save society. You're not going to save the world. And we've had centuries of salvationists. Now, God knows if all of this hellfire and brimstone preaching would save the world, the world would be saved. People standing on corners. The, the airwaves are rife with evangelists, one after the other, snorting fire and damnation. But as I've said many times before, preaching even about sin against sin increases sin rather than decreases it. I never learned about sin except in church and in Sunday school. And, you know, some of the things that they taught me that were sin, I decided to try, and some of them weren't so bad. 
Like, for example, they told me it was a sin to play ball on Sunday. Now, I've been preaching since I was 14, you know, and after I had preached revival meetings all week and taught Sunday school till, you know, in the morning and, and so on and so forth, I'd take the kids out of the church and we'd go out in the woods and play ball. I enjoyed that sin. And I was glad to discover that the Almighty wasn't mad with me. It was only man's misguided ideas. You see, each man makes God after his own image and likeness. Mean people have a mean God. As someone has said, God made man in his own image and likeness, and man, being a gentleman, returned the favor. And yes, each man makes his own God. Because every man's God thinks just like that man thinks. Stop and think about it. Like I told you about the hellfire and brimstone preacher that became so famous maybe a hundred or so years ago, Jonathan Edwards. He was famous for preaching about hell. That was his area of expertise, hell. He'd preach about hell until people got saved. And as soon as the scare wore off, they'd... They would lose their religion. And you have to be careful, you know, in the area of religion that you're not serving somebody else's misguided concept of God. Be careful that you're not serving somebody else's ignorant concept of God. And you see, that's really what organized religion is. It's a jumbo mumbo of the theologians' upside-down ideas about God. And they don't agree, as you know. Why should I serve Calvin's God? And I'll be damned if I'm going to serve Jonathan Edwards' angry God. See, Jonathan Edwards had an angry God. He was the hell preacher. And his famous sermon was sinners in the hands of an angry God. He can have that angry God. That's his God. I told you everybody makes his own God. I'm not going to let his God touch me with his angry hands. Write this question down. Whose concept of God am I serving? And it isn't even enough for you to serve your mother's God. You know, we used to sing that song, Give Me That Old Time Religion. It was good for my old mother. It was good for my old father. It's good enough for me. Watch it. That isn't good enough. As a matter of fact, that is one of the most extreme errors that you can ever make to serve anybody else's God, even mother's God or father's God. There's really only one God, and that is really conscious. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. Nothing. Uh-huh.
the truth. The truth is, you got to get your mind right. The truth. The truth is, you got to get your paperwork in order. The truth is, Outside Radio. I'm listening, but are they listening? Outside Radio. What you talking about? Okay. What about Tuesday? Yo, I can't pick me up. You turn that on, son. Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station changing the nation. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Doug E. Fresh, and you're listening to Hindsight Radio. And when I'm doing commerce, I'm always tuning in to Hindsight Radio, the information station that's taking over the nation. Always Hindsight.
grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm gonna set your flag on fire. You're talking about him now, him now, I go, I go one day. Giacomo Fino, Anane, Giacomo Finane. Look at my king, all dressed in red. I go, I go one day. I bet you five dollars he'll kill you dead. Giacomo Finane, talking about him. Peace, peace. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Truth Tuesday with your host, Akeem L. here on Highside Radio, the information station changing the nation. I know y'all wanted to see some more of that video, but it is copyrighted, so I can only give you a brief portion of it. Um, but if you were listening to the words, it showed how the indigenous went against each other. Because you said, my grandma said to her grandma, I'll set your flag on fire. See, that's how we lost our indigenous status. We so busy fighting against each other. The settlers came in while we were fighting each other and took our land right from under our feet. Because we were so worn out from war that we didn't even have the strength to fight back. So we were forced into agreements to keep what little land we had left. And then we was forced to forget who we really are. That's the topic of today. How did you become Negro, colored, and black, African-American? How did you become all of these things? And it wasn't because the government came in and they, they they took it from you know your ancestors gave it away a lot of times and some of your current leaders sold you out started calling you african-american and you accepted that title why did you accept that title because you went to public school and they taught you this false narrative about your history and you believed it so you didn't you didn't even have the 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 Enough information to even go against that because all you were given was what they showed you in school. When I went to school, they said the Indians were savages and they it was oh, scalping people and they had to be taught civilization. Come to find out, I did shows uh, way back when and showed y'all how the Great Law of Peace is the original constitution in this country. Yes, the United States Constitution is written off of that document. Founding fathers couldn't get it together, so-called founding fathers. Couldn't get their act together, couldn't get the colonies under in check, so they had to follow an example. And it was the indigenous people of that time, the, what we call a Native American, American Indians and They had to show them the way because they were fighting amongst each other. 
in in order to bring peace, they had to, you know, write this document called the Great Law of Peace. And um, there was a man in in there that that helped him bring it, which is like identical. I think his name was uh, Hiru. Hiru. Oh, wasn't no not Hiru. It was another name, but I can't remember exactly. But that story is almost identical to your Christ story. See, you've been lied to, and you're still being lied to. The sad part about it, it's easier for people to believe a lie than it is to be believed the truth. But I'm going to show you today in a document that was put forth back in 2015 showing how they switched your identity. Yes, the pen is mightier than the sword. Yes, you were written out of history. You or you were rewritten in history as black and African American and all this other crazy titles that people want to take on. You know what what baffles me about a lot of people oh they know that things like Tuskegee Tuskegee experiments went on <laughs> through an uh, effort to for free health care and it was really poisoning the people and people still want to believe that the government is there for their benefit <laughs> it, it baffles me that stuff is still going on you think they stopped it they just renamed it they call it something else see there's a there's a scripture in the Bible that says oh how in the last days the children would have special special abilities and you know really what that scripture is talking about a raising of to a higher consciousness and I really believe that this what's going on now is separating people who want to stay on this lower vibration of consciousness. It's separating those people. All of this stuff that's going on is a big symbolism in, 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 and it's proven who you really believe in. Cause I can guarantee you, you don't believe in God. If you go into the government for your saving, they can fix your problems. They coming out with these miracle, whatever things. Oh, it's going to stop this. It's going to stop this. It's going to, and then all of a sudden the all new stuff coming up and then they want to blame it on the people that's not doing a certain task without any real scientific evidence to back that up. All they do is say a scientist said this or the science is saying that, but they're not showing you any real proof. Remember I told you, if y'all going to listen to somebody, let them show you some real proof. You know, oh, yeah, you, 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 you can still get it if you get that. And you can still pass it on. But it's the people that don't get it that's passing it around. Which Y'all got to make up your goddamn mind here. <laughs> which one is it? <laughs> but, hey, go get it. Go get y'all deworming certificates <laughs> if you want to. But I, I still remember Tus- Tuskegee experiments and stuff like that. And plus, guess what? I believe in the almighty and the power of my body, it does all the good things for me. You know, as long as I feed it the right nutrients, you know, it does everything. You know, it takes care of it. You know, uh, hey, y'all do what y'all want. 
I ain't saying get it or don't get it. <laughs> hey, if you can't see the truth right in front of your face, then you sleeping. You know, you 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 uh you crazy. But like I said, they lied and told you that you were black, African American, Negro, all of these titles for one reason to steal your inheritance to steal your ancestors land and if you became aware of it they have to give it back they got to give it back but it's not enough people promoting they got all these prominent people promote that other bs pan-africanism and all of that stuff no one ever want to claim where they was born listen i was born here and I, I traced my family back to here, all the way back to South Carolina and other places like Louisiana, but mostly in South Carolina. I ain't from Africa. I don't even think like Africans. Because why? I'm from here. I think like an American. Nothing against those people, but I, I'm not from there. I'm from here. My roots are here. This is my home. This is the country I was born and raised in. I'm not interested in picking up roots and go living in Africa. And it only makes sense to call me African American. It don't even that doesn't even make sense. Because Africa is a continent. So there's the countries within Africa, Libya, Ghana, oh, Egypt. Come on, the list goes on. Somalia, all of these places, those, that's, well, Africa, we're part of Africa. This is like here, you know. I live in I live in America, what part? Central? South? North? And then once I say North, what part of North? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Stop falling for this dumb stuff, this ignorant Rants that these people just throw down your throat. Here, here's this, here's the science. Here's this. This is it. This is it. And the people that are saying it ain't even scientists themselves. They don't even study this stuff that they're telling you. If you think the news is, if news is the only source of information for you, you are in trouble. <laughs> you are, <laughs> you got problems. It's like like uh, Reverend Reverend Ike says, stop believing in other people's gods, all concepts of gods. You know, government is kind of a god to some people. Whatever, oh yeah, they think settling. Come on, let's do it, let's do it to our own detriment. You know, that's how they get people to go up to the slaughter through programming, propaganda. You know, this is for your own good. Come on. Go get your dog tag. Go get it. In the in the interest of saving. See, you got to remember, everything is done backwards. And there's some things I want to say, but I won't say because I'm live. I, you know, I'll do that in my private class. But, you know, I, I'm well aware of what's going on. And I clearly see who is truly believe in God and who don't. People who have what you have, uh, 
a form of godly devotion or proven false to his power. And the only reason why all this stuff going because people allow it, they believe in it, they talk about it. That's how. That's why it's going on. It's so many of us. We could. We can make a change overnight. We could change our situation. But you know, oh, I don't, I don't want to do anything. And I keep reminding you that you're not going to save the world. I'm just talking. I'm not trying to save the world because if you look at all the will-be saviors, they all got crucified somehow. The world always crucified their so-called savior. Look at Malcolm X. Look at Martin Luther King, Marcus Garvey, the so-called straw man Christ, Jesus Christ. See, when I look at the Christ story, I see a lot of things. And then I see one thing that stands out, regardless of the fact that he healed all of those people, did all of this healing, those same people chanted, impale him. So that tells me that people are generally ungrateful, selfish, and they just want what they want. They want their healing, and that's it. They don't want nothing else from you. They don't want to tell you if you want to keep that healing. They don't want them. If they want to keep that healing, they got to change their thoughts. They got to change their mind, be accountable for their actions. They don't want that. They want somebody to just press a button, fix me. Say a prayer for me. They don't want to do that. See, that's what the example of the Christ story is all about. It's not about he came to save the world. That That's the BS they want to tell you. They, he's showing you, no matter what you do, how good you are to people, they're going to seek to harm you, impale you. Yes, I give good information. It helps for a lot of people. But how does it help them? They take, they are accountable, they use it, and it works. My job is to make sure the information is accurate. That's my job. I am only a message, just like Jonah in the Bible, right? He got mad because he was trying to, God said, go, go teach these people, go tell them people. What's about to happen if they don't straighten the act up? And he's like, the people ain't going to listen to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm going over here. I ain't trying to say to folks. No, see, he took on a burden. His, his job wasn't to get them to believe what he was saying. His job was just simply to deliver the message. Now, what they did with it was up to them, and that's what I'm saying. So many people want to make people believe something and argue over stuff. This is why we have so many religions today, because someone disagreed about what the text said and said, well, I don't care about you. I'm going to go make my own thing. And that's why we got thousands of religions claiming to be the one, the one and only answer to your salvation. And I'm here to tell you all of them (laughs) got it wrong. Because the only person that's going to save you, Christ couldn't even save you. Because I'm saying people sought to impale him. No, the only people going to save you is you. You save yourself through your actions, through your belief, in your research, in your studying, and you gaining a close 
relationship with the God in you, not the God outside of you, not the God up there. They claim floating around, looking on everybody about the exact judgment if you don't do what he say. Not that God. See, that's another concept, misguided concept of God or ignorant concept of God. That there's some deity out there looking at everybody, pointing fingers, and say, oh, oh, you ain't doing right today? Okay. I got you in my book of life and death here, and I'm going to scratch you off. <laughs> if you don't get it right, if you don't repent. And we know that the churches, different churches got different teachings, different rules, different this, different that. You can do this, you can't do that. And so who's right and wrong? See, the truth is, the truth is always in you. And when you look inside, then you will find the truth. When you go inside yourself, there is the truth. When you are following a path that is yours, your beliefs, what you come up with, what you feel is right for yourself. No codependency situation. God, Christ, my Lord and Savior. Oh, they, they, listen, people been doing that for years in church, and they still coming out there broke, spiritually, mentally, physically. <laughs> still coming out there doing that. Oh, jumping up and down, and oh, praise the Lord. Oh, running around the church. As soon as they leave there, they're still broken. Why? Because they're looking for a source of strength outside of them instead of looking for the very strength within them. It's that simple, but yet complicated because the world is this system is set up to distract you from you. To make you believe that something is wrong with you, make you believe that you're broken, make you believe that you need something to fix you. Nothing is wrong with you. The only thing that is wrong is your idea that something is wrong with you. That's what's wrong. But really, nothing is wrong with you. Well, then, Akeem, why do I do these things? And why do I oh, can't seem to hold on to a relationship? Why do I, why can't I hold on to any money? Why, why am I just, everything's just not going right? And I say, because you're saying that right there, because you just spoke that. You spoke that into existence, that things is not right. Things is wrong. I have bad relationships. You're speaking that over your life instead of speaking, hey, my relationships are great. My money is fine. I'm prosperous. I'm wealthy. I'm a millionaire. Everything I touch becomes good. Everybody I see is good. Instead of creating a world of peace and harmony and love and, and prosperity in your mind, because that's where it all starts. It all starts in here, in the thoughts. And everything you see outside of you is just a manifestation of what you believe in your mind. Oh, but, but people are doing all kinds of crazy things. You're not responsible for what people are doing. You're only responsible for yourself. 
And if you sit there and you pass judgment on people and say they're this and that and the other, then you're creating that life for yourself. You're creating that negativity for yourself. Yes, people will do things you don't agree with. What do you do is you, you remove yourself from that, and you don't tolerate certain things into your mental space, your head space. You don't tolerate that without judgment. Hey, I just don't want to talk about that. Let's talk about something else that's more positive. Speak on nothing but good things. And I guarantee you, good would always come to you. Now, am I saying you won't meet up with challenges? Yes, challenges always come to to scare you off of your mission, your peaceful mission, your prosperous mission. This thing because you look at it, oh, this is a problem. You just spoke it. That's a problem. Now you is everything coming out of that is going to be a problem. Everything. No, instead of saying, oh, okay, this is a distraction. This is a a, a process. This is here a test for me to see which way I'm going to go, which road I'm going to take. I'm going to take the broad and spacious road down to negativity where everybody's hanging out at, or you're going to take that narrow road of positivity, that tough road to stay on that you can fall off any time because it's so easy to get off the road, that narrow road of staying positive, thinking positive. That's a very tough road to be on. Why? Because so many people is out there just want to hear bad news. That's why the, the, on YouTube, the biggest channels are the channels that talk about negative stuff. Talk about people who are doing something wrong. Those are the biggest channels. So that tells you what people feed off of. They feed off of people's problems. And they're getting paid for that. And it's, yeah, I see some of these channels that say, yeah, well, I got to give the people what they want. At what expense are you giving people what they want? Yes, do I want people to view my channel? But I don't want them to view it at the expense of people's misery. Yeah, we can talk about problems all day. But if we're not talking about solutions, then what are we really doing here? We're just feeding into the problem, making it bigger, 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 bigger. More and more and more. No solutions. That that brings me to, yeah, we, I'm, me and uh, Beth, we're going to do a, a, a segment, a relationship segment. Oh, I th- maybe in the next week, two weeks. Going on vacation next week, so... So it may be a couple of weeks from now. A lot of stuff going on right now. Uh, you know, a lot of good stuff, really good stuff. Um, yeah, you got the power to make your life what you want it to be. You have the power to be, if you want to be wealthy, you have the power to be wealthy. If you want to have love in your life, you have the power to do that. But you have to become all of those things that you want. You have to already see it in your mind as if it's already here. And walk it out. Let people think you're crazy. It's okay. A lot of people thought I was crazy five years ago when I started the station six years ago. Thought I was crazy. It was just, oh, you still doing that little station? You still doing this? You still doing that? I think it's going on seven years now. Yes, I'm still doing it. Thank you for your support. <laughs> or your non-support. 
people that usually ask you that question don't even watch. <laughs> they just want to, they're asking to see if you failed yet. Isn't that something? And it's usually your family that does that. Isn't that something that people ask you, oh, how's your business doing? Because they really hoping that you failed and you go back to doing what you was doing and you could be just like them, doing nothing, slaving for someone else. And how you deal with situations like that, you keep moving in your purpose, keep promoting yourself, your success, and don't worry about what they're saying. That's how. And then the more you get bigger, then, oh, wow, he really, he made something out of that. But they still want support. I got family all over the place. They don't support me. There's only a few people that support me. Mostly people I don't know or I just met support me. From like immediate family? No, my brother supports me. He got the music. He He's the one who all... Uh, puts the music. He did the music. My brother Paul, he supports. Um, so I got to give him a shout out for that. He, he he provides the music for the show. There. That, that music right there. Yeah. That's one of them. There's quite a few of them. I like that one. But, um, Yeah, so we're going to be doing that. That's going to be interesting. Um, Also, right now, I told you about, you know, helping people with the foreclosures. That's up and running. I don't have it advertised on my website at all. Um, But it will be advertised uh, shortly. Um, So... Well, we, we like to get you before you get into a problem. Like, if you feel like you can't, you're coming up on, even if you don't have a problem, we have a way to get your your, your, your houses transferred into your trust, into your, if you want to do an LLC, put it into in a business or anything, anything outside of your name, you can do that. You have a right to do that. Um, But there's some other details you need to know. So I'll advertise that. Just kind of help them, you know, before you get into that problem where they're trying to take your house. You want to have some walls up. And we got it. We're we doing it. Uh, actually in the process of helping some people now. Remember, Hindsight Radio, Akeem, Church of Infinite Abundance, Akeem Barber Church. We are just spiritual advisors. I don't, I don't claim to be a lawyer, but don't want to be one. I don't claim to be a financial advisor don't want to be one <laughs> I just want to be a spiritual advisor and that's what I am um, so let's get into this let's let's first let's see what's going on on uh man I got a lot of people online we got 50 nice thank you thanks for the support we got Demetrius Thomas in the chat room study more he was here early Karen Israel as always happy Tuesday uh, Kanan Yusuf Wahid, Love and Light Family, yes, like that. Advertise their their words across the screen. Oh, um, who else is out there? 
I really appreciate the, the support by Cash App. Um, Anthony Banks, Peace King, Peace King to you. Um, really appreciate that. Really helps pay some of these bills. Um, this stuff costs money. It's not cheap. Um, Elite L, Peace. Falcon L. Chief Lemuel. Great Grand Rising. Slaughter Show. Yes, Knowledge is Power, GJB Thunder. Falcon L. Who else? Raw 77. Who else? Uh, Maxim Moore. All right. Who else? Who else? Y'all see your bay? See King Bay. New York Giants for life. All right. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't watched sports in so long, man. I'm too busy reading. Up to my knowledge. William Fletcher. Shiki Kasuhusan. You say thanks to the God. Good word. Nigel Martin recommended you. Thank you. Thanks to Nigel Martin. Hey, hey, if you want to call in, the number is right there. 563-999-3615. Press the one button. We already got a few people on the line. Call in, call in. I'm going to take your call after I read this document about how they stole your identity. See, that was the real identity theft. That's They need to be locked up for that. They want to get you for the, get people for identity theft. Yeah. These these people out here, so-called settlers, they the real identity thieves. And the government was complicit. Yes. Those gov- local government counties was complicit in stealing your identity and telling you you something you're not. And unfortunately, we fell for it. Some of us even wanted it because they were so scared of the backlash, they just accepted it. Let me see, let me see. Let me play that little, I'm going to play that little clip again. Let me play it again. I'll play it again. Really, really brief. Catch the words. My grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm going to set your flag on fire. Oh, see, my grandma, they were sitting by the fire, and I'm going to set your flag on fire, meaning I'm going to wipe your nation out. Mm. That group is from Louisiana, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> see, we got to stop blaming the government so much for our problems. We started fighting amongst ourselves. And we so busy fighting amongst ourselves, they came in and <laughs> stole it right from under us, took it while we was fighting. And it was actually a movie I was watching. It was a recent movie, a few years ago. It was a movie. These guys needed money to save their farm. 
and it, it was about they robbed these different banks and they were getting caught. And then he, they was riding, and, and one of the brothers said, "You see all this land? You know how we got all this land?" He said, "Oh, we just came in and warred, and one of the brothers believed that they, you know, they just warred and took it from me." He said, "No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We didn't war against them. It was too many." They started fighting amongst each other, and while it was fighting, they didn't even have the strength to stop us from taking the land. That's the true story. We annihilated each other for whatever difference. I I don't know. I wasn't there, so I can't say whether it was petty differences. And you know it's true because we still do it. We still we fight amongst each other more than people fight against us, especially on the micro level, man and woman, the the, the woman of color, the man of color, whatever you want to be, the, the true American man and the true American woman, who is a dark skinned man and a dark skinned man, woman. That's where the fights are, right now. And they use courts, they use the police, lie, and all kind of stuff on each other. That's what we're doing now. That's that's how we operate now. Seeing each other as enemies. And while we're seeing each other as enemies, they are taking our wealth right from under us. We're not broke, people. How can you be the number one consumer in the country and be broke at the same time? It's, 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 that don't work. We just spend our money wrong, unwisely. If we were so broke, why are they why are they putting stores in our neighborhoods? They put the liquor stores in there. They put the the pawn the cash the the, the, the title loan places in your neighborhoods. And you know, those places about taking your property and taking your wealth. And giving get taking your property and giving you nothing for it. And they you know, they they you know, they put them in and we'll buy your gold. See, they're taking your wealth. You're giving away. Well, they ain't taking it. You're giving it away. <laughs> yeah, listen, the way we fix this, we gotta like I tell you, we have to be accountable for our own actions as a people. That's how we fix it. We Going to the government for reparations, all that means nothing if you're not going to be accountable. We're looking for some government. Hey, give me this. Give me that. No, you already got the wealth. You are the wealth. Other groups of people call y'all black gold. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Get the likes up. Get the likes. Listen, I'll get no more likes. I'm not going to read this article. This mind blower. I need more likes. (laughs) I got one like up there. Come on now. All right. I'll take a break. (laughs) If y'all want this information I'm about to read, hit the like button. We got 49, 48 people on. It should be that many likes. Just like that brother said right there. Call supported. All right. I'll just keep jibber-jabbing <laughs> before I pull up this document showing you how they deliberately took your your uh, titles and changed them. Mm-hmm. 
Hit the likes, babe. Let me see. Oh, my other computer. Oh, okay, we got, we got, it says 35 likes. Okay, up on my screen, it doesn't really give me accurate numbers. I guess I could, you know, I could get more. Come on. I guess I can go in. It says 35. All right. All right. Okay. All right. I was looking at this one on the screen. It said one. I was like, what? Are you serious? All right. Let's go. Let's pull it up. Turn the music down. While I'm doing that, turn the music down. Here we go. Stay right there. Stay right there. You're listening to Hindsight Radio. Alright, there it is. There it is. Let me take that off the screen, that little banner. Alright. Let's read it. So this is 114th Congress First Session Senate Calendar Number 221 Report 114-141. Thomas Cena E. Jordan, Indian Tribes of Virginia, Federal Recognition Act of 2015, September 10, 2015, ordered to be printed. Let me take a little drink. All right. It says, Mr. Barrasso from the Committee on Indian Affairs submitted the following report together with additional views to accompany um, Senate 465. The Committee on Indian Affairs, to which was referred the bill to extend federal recognition to the Chickahominy Indian Tribe, the Chickahominy Indian Tribe Eastern Division, the Upper Mattaponi Tribe, the Rappahannock Tribe, Inc., the Monacan Indian Nation, and the Nasamond Indian tribe, having considered the same, reports favorably thereon without amendment and recommends that the bill do pass. Purpose. The purpose of Senate 465 is to provide federal recognition to six tribes in the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Chickahominy Indian tribe, the Chickahominy Indian tribe, Eastern Division, the Upper Mattaponi tribe, the Rappahannock tribe, Inc., the Monacan Indian Nation, and the Nassim Nasaman Indian tribes and make applicable to these groups, their members, all laws that are generally applicable to American Indians and federally recognized Indian tribes. Need for legislation. Although there is a federal regulatory process by which an Indian group may obtain federal recognition described below, the ability of a group to meet the regulatory requirements is highly dependent upon the availability of documentary evidence and records. The six Virginia tribal groups proposed for recognition in Senate 465 maintain that the unique history of the Commonwealth of Virginia and its relations with these groups prevents the tribes from being able to meet the level of documentary evidence required by the Department of Interior Department. Many of the courthouses that house records and documents related to these tribal groups burned during the Civil War, making records up to the late 1800s difficult to find. Additionally, through the Racial Integrity Act of 1924, the Commonwealth of Virginia required all segments of the population to be registered at birth in one of two categories, 
white, or colored. The colored category was mandated. You see that word mandated? You hear that a lot lately. For all persons determined to be non-white, regardless of race or ethnicity. Officials from the state's Bureau of Vital Statistics interpreted the law as allowing them to retroactively change a person's birth certificate to the colored category if they believed it was evidence that the person was not fully white. So they came up with this, and then they went back retroactively. What, what does retroactive mean? Retroactive mean, I got, I got, I'll read that. Hang on. So for someone who may not know. And I don't want to, I know what it means. It means taking effect from a date in the past. Latin, senatio. So they went back and reclassified the indigenous people, the American Indian, the Native Americans, all as colored. So if they did, and they see what they did, they looked at the person and said this. So of course, guess who who, who would end up getting caught up in that false narrative or that false classification? Someone that is of, of my complexion, most likely, when they're trying to make everything lily white. So this shows you that the American Indians, Native Americans, were dark people as well. Beth, this shows you that because if because you know they're looking and they're going identify, oh, they, that person's colored, that person's Negro. You see, this is bona fide evidence that. If they weren't fully white, they was labeling them something else, right? Just showing you that you guys are not from Africa. Y'all from right here. This is your land. You've always been here. Your people's always been here. And everybody know when I was living in New York, I had relatives down south that had some land or called air property that passed down through generations. How did they get that if they were slaves? Have you ever asked that question? We're not that many generations out of so-called slavery. 1865 really wasn't that long ago when you look at the grand scheme of things. All you need is a couple of grandmas back or grandfathers, and you're there. But somehow they got land. I know my family had over 30-something acres of land. My daughter... Her family on her mother's side got over 30-something acre land that's been in that land in their family for generations. And then when I was working in rural part of South Carolina, all of these people had land. East over South Carolina is predominantly dark-skinned people, and all of them have multiple acres of land out there. Prominent names like the Scots. Uh, what's the other names? Um, uh, goodness gracious. It's on to my tongue. But it was names, and all of them had acres of land. And what's the sad part about that is 
A lot of these people just put trailers on these land and that's all they want. They don't want to do nothing else. They don't want to, you know, do something with this land, make it more. I'm not saying sell it. I'm just saying make it more than what it is. You're just putting a little trailer on there. But they're so programmed in their thinking that they just keep that craziness going. Now, East Over South Carolina is a small town, right? And every Friday, what is it, every Thursday? Every Thursday they close all of the businesses early because that's the day that they traded slaves. Now, this is a predominantly dark town, what we would classify as a black town, but they're closing early for slavery trading. That was a tradition. That's why they closed on Thursdays for trading slaves. Now, here's my problem with that. If, if the narrative is that it was all we were the slaves, but this town remains a, a, a so-called black town, maybe it was black people trading slaves, and it was their tradition. Because I was, I said, man, these people are crazy. They practicing this, and and I was thinking, white people was have black people slaves. No, but when you look around, all of the land around me is owned by indigenous folks. Now, I lit up east over South Carolina with satellite. That's where I got my start. I had a barbershop out there because my father was uh, worked out there in rural route post office. And um, so I've been pretty much in every inch of east over South Carolina, very rural part of the country. And they didn't have cable going to every house, so they needed satellites. So that's what I was selling. I, was, I, prob- I had probably me and my buddy counted the amount of satellites that one summer we probably put in over 6,000 satellites. We count one day we just stopped and counted. And we got tired of counting. See, back then I was still asleep and I wasn't picking up and making these connections. They got a bank out there. I'm telling y'all, this land was always ours. And a lot of us still have it. The problem is the one that still have control of it is so sleep that they... They're not doing what they should do with this land. But let me keep reading this thing. Ruth Roundtree Helen C. Ph.D. A brief history of the six Indian tribes requesting federal acknowledgement. Legislative hearing on Senate Seven Twenty Four Little Shell Tribe of Chippewa Indians Restoration Act of Two Thousand Seven. 514 Muskogee Nation of Florida Federal Recognition Act, 1058 Grand Rivers Bands of Ottawa Indians of Michigan Referral Act, and H.R. 1294 Thomasini E. Jordan Indian Tribes of Virginia Federal Recognition Act of 2007 before the Senate Committee of Indian Affairs. 110th Congress, 2-2008 Statement of Timothy M. Kane, Governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Now, they they just have Florida, Michigan. Come on. While the primary target of Racial Integrity Act of 1924 was the African-American community, some sort of Virginia Indian community, community as a threat, because as long as a person had not come, had not more than 116th Indian blood quantum, the Racial Integrity Act of 1924 allowed persons of white and Virginia Indian ancestry to be classified as white. Supporters of the law, including Dr. Walter Plecker, we know who he is, 
Oh, uh, 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 he was a what is it? A eugenicist or something like that. The reg read up on him. The registrar for Virginia's Virginia's Bureau of Vital Statistics saw this exception for the Indians as an opportunity for persons of mixed heritage to move from the colored category to the white category. Officials from the State Bureau of Vital Statistics actively sought to denigrate persons of Virginia Indian descent and deny them the right to identify as Indians or white instead of forcing them to be declared colored. So they had an option to become white. So I would say some of them did become white, and and a lot of them became colored. And guess which one became white? The ones that had the light skin. Let's keep moving. To extend federal recognition to the Chickahominy tribe, the Chickahominy Indian tribe, Eastern Division, the Upper Mattapony tribe, the Rappahannock tribe, Inc., the Monacan tribe, the Nasaman tribe, before the Senate Committee on Indian Affairs, 107th Congress, 274-76 and 111-116, 2002, statement of Danielle Moretti Langholz, Ph.D., American Indian Resource Center Coordinator. Section 5 of 1924 Racial Integrity Act, legislative hearing on Senate 724, 514, 1058, and H.R. 1294 before the Committee on Indian Affairs, 110th Congress, 2008, statement of Timothy M. Kane, Governor of Commonwealth of Virginia. The Racial Integrity Act of 1924 remained in effect until 1967 when the United States Supreme Court declared it unconstitutional in Loving versus Virginia, 388 U.S. 1. In 1997, Virginia Governor George Allen signed into law a bill allowing Virginia Indians to correct their birth records. However, the six Virginia tribes proposed for recognition in Senate 465 contend that the existence of the law for several decades makes it unlikely that adequate documentation exists to meet the department regulations governing acknowledgments of Indian groups. So what they're saying is, yeah, we, we, yeah, you can do it, but here's what you got to do to do it. So they put all of these hurdles in their way so that they can't, couldn't do it. Like right now, I was talking to someone who's from a tribe, looks like they're from a tribe. You could tell. Dark, though. Right? But they don't know how to claim it because they can't go get the records. They burned these records down around the country. They did this purposely. All these mysterious fires that happened around these times, not only did they steal your land, they stole your name. How did they steal your name? I can't prove this, but I can tell you if you just look, it's in plain sight. How many, I say this all the time. You got George Washington, first president of the United States, but I never see, they have his birthday, I never see people coming forward saying that they're his ancestors, white folks. Oh, I'm related to this man. Never see this. But when I go to school, when I was going to school up in New York, only people I ever knew that was a Washington were people of my complexion. So they, it's just like now they tell you stuff, oh, it's these people that's causing the problems, not these people. But at the same time, them same people are catching the same things. I'm trying to talk in code right now. They just tell you, nah, yeah, they did. They, they, they had the slaves and they, they, you took on their name. That's how you became Washington. 
Really. The evidence shows that only people I know with the last name Washington look like me. I don't have I don't remember anybody coming forward. Hey, yeah, that's my my great 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 grandfather. Yeah, you know, we he I'm glad and proud that he was the first president of this United States. When have you seen that? When? Right? They might they might do it now since they changing passport applications now, since I'm telling y'all the truth, they go and change and stuff. They might have somebody come out and say that after I said that. <laughs> All right. I'm a, let me go go down. Let me go to the background. History of federally recognizing Indian tribes. The act of federally recognizing the Indian tribe is highly significant. It is an affirmation by the United States of the existence of a formal government-to-government relationship between the United States and the tribe. So with it, see, it is so important to keep your keep you where you at because once you are recognized or once you are part of a tribe, you are of a different government. Therefore, you're not in their jurisdiction. Remember, Constitution say Indian not taxed. Once federally recognized, the tribe and its members have access to federal benefits and programs, and the tribal government incurs a formal responsibility to its members as the primary governing body of the community. Before Congress ended the practice of treaty-making, with Indian tribes in 1871, treaties were the usual manner of recognizing a government to government relationship between the United States and an Indian tribe. Since the conclusion of this practice, the United States has recognized Indian tribes by legislation, executive orders, and administrative decisions. Additionally, federal courts may clarify the status of an Indian group. In order to provide a uniform and consistent process by which an Indian tribe may be federally recognized, the Department of Interior Department developed an administrative process in 1978 to allow Indian groups to petition for formal acknowledgement of a government-to-government relationship with the United States. Standards and procedures for the process were set forth in Part 83 of Title 25 of the Code of Federal Regulations. Y'all better go read that. Part 83 of, of or the federal Acknowledgement process. These regulations, as amended in 1994, required a petitioner to satisfy seven mandatory requirements, including the petitioner has been identified as an American Indian entity on a substantially continuous basis since 1900. A predominant portion of the petitioning group comprises a distinct community and has existed as a community from historical times until the present. The petitioner has maintained political influence or authority over its members as an autonomous entity from historical times to the present. The group must provide a copy of its present governing documents and membership criteria. The petitioner's membership consists of individuals who descend from a historical Indian tribe or from historical Indian tribes which combined and functioned as a single autonomous political entity. The membership of the petitioning group is composed principally of persons who are not members of an acknowledged North American American tribe and do not maintain a bilateral political relationship with the acknowledged tribe. And neither the petition nor its members are the subject of congressional legislation that's expressly terminated or forbidden the federal relationship. So it's showing you how to do this. And, and, and oh, well, Akeem, how do we, you know, we, we're not 
<clears throat> we how do we you know we can't do this why but it just said a predominant portion of petitioning group comprises a distinct community has existed as a community from historical times until the present i think that represents every ghetto in the country you have been operating as a distinct group but you've been calling yourself something you are not Why do I say it's a distinct group? Don't they treat your group differently? Police it differently? You are treated as a distinct group. Now it's time to claim it as a distinct group properly. Stop calling yourself black, colored, African-American, all of that other nonsense. Here's, here's, a, here's the requirements right here. From this day forward, start, hey, this is who we are. And I'll guarantee you, you start digging in, you will find your connection to these any one of these historically recognized distinct groups. You will do it. History of changes made to departments part 83 regulations. The federal acknowledgement process has been criticized as broken for decades. Nonetheless, until the department's recent effort to reform part 83 discussed below, there have been only a handful of changes made to the federal acknowledgement process since its inception. It's been criticized because there's so many things they want, and it's all set up to keep you from claiming who you really are. So you're going to have to do this on an individual level. You're going to have to claim who you are on your paperwork, get that passport updated, or if you don't have them, go get it and claim it on the passport, like I've been showing you all for the last couple of years. Here's some complaints. Complaints about the department's federal acknowledgement process have centered primarily on the high cost of gathering documentary evidence to meet the seven mandatory criteria. The length of time it takes, the Department of Review a petition, and Department's inconsistent application of the listed criteria. Of the 567 tribes that have been federally recognized, only 18 have acknowledged through the Part 83 process. I can promise you, I can guarantee you, I can go find these rules. Yeah, they got seven rules, but there's always a loophole. I just got to go read it. Now it's time for me to read it. This is where my focus is right now. Since they pissed me off and they changed that dagger on DS-11, I said, okay, y'all want to play this game? All right. Ancestors got me motivated. I'm going to read this because it's always a statement that says, okay, if you can't do this, then do this. Watch. All right. And here you see all of these tribes, Arizona, uh, Maine, Oregon, oh, Connecticut, Michigan. Let's see, anything else? I think y'all got the point. Y'all should read this. Uh, let me give you a link. I'll give you the link. It's, I'm going to put it in the chat. Y'all can read this. It's got a lot of good information, a lot of stuff you need to read because, you know, they they referenced different acts, and you will need to go read all of those acts and decipher that stuff. 
But I'm going I'm gonna go in on this myself. All right. Hmm. I'm I'm already reading some other stuff. But anyway, there you have it. They switched your identity out just by on site. They looked at you and said, You this, you that. And you being the children, you didn't know any better. But now you know. What you gonna do about it? You gonna still let them call you these things? Black, African American, and colored? Those are curse words to me. Just like US citizen. That's a curse word. I'm not a US I'm American. National. American national, but not a citizen of the United States. That's who I am. All right. Oh, we got 49. I like that. Have we got 49 likes? Thank you. Um, let's let's see what's out there. We got people on the phone lines. Hold on. Got a got a few people. Uh oh, I switched out by accident. Let's get some. Let's get some calls. See what they think. All right, we're going to. Let's try to stay on topic. I'll take some questions, but I don't know the far left conversations. Let's keep that under for somebody else's show. Nine one seven eight three two. Peace, 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 God. Peace. What's up? Peace. So I'm in. The, I'm, I'm reading along what you hear from the article which you just uh, referenced, and then using this article, you know. Uh, I'm from New York too, so it's like, you know, I go back many generations here. Incredible. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and right. it is one way to, you know, identify, you know, with it, up here is, uh, is our guacan. You got Allegheny, Allegheny uh, Indians up here. You mean Aguacan, excuse me, Aguacan. I don't, I don't oh, pronounce man. it well. Sorry. Oh, all of them up here, Seneca. Yeah. Shoot, just name a state. It's name a one of the one of the the cities and towns. That's that's the tribe. Connecticut, right? All exactly, that. because the land is named after the people who were yes. originally there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I can use this in in, in my claim as well, right? In my yes, court you claim. Use as your claim, but I would what I would do is dig in and find who you connection to and see if they already federally recognized. Uh, and go, so go if I that. have that federal recognition, then there's no need right. for me to. Most of y'all already have the federal recognition. You got to make the connection. That's it. Yeah, see, the problem with them burning down those records and stuff like that, um, that's what makes it difficult. But you you, you dig deep enough, you'll find it. I think that's also what they're doing now in the Northwest and Mm -hmm. the Southwest with these wildfires. They're doing the same thing. Oh, yeah. They got fires everywhere. They got fires. Yeah. I mean, that's the same thing Hitler did during World War II. He started to burn the records, burn the books, you know, burn the lineage, 
you know. Mm-hmm. If you couldn't identify, like you said, if you couldn't identify and someone, you know, so-called the victor of the war, the battle will classify you as so-and-so and such-and-such, they'll tell his story. You know, the victor would tell, the so-called, so-called victor would tell his story. You know, mm-hmm. and people are purported to believe that, but you got to read and know that that's not true. And how right. to reclaim that. Mhm. Yep. Listen, the, the 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 biggest thing is just claiming it. Make the claim and let them prove that you're not, and they can't. That's why it's so easy. The way I do it's so easy to get your passport because no one can refute or tell you who you are. You determine that. You control that, and they know who you are. They they some of them are happy you're claiming it. You know, they have more respect for you. That's true. That that, that that's certainly true because they damn sure don't know what the hell they doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Damn sure don't know what the hell they doing, and they got governors left and right getting uh getting impeached and thrown out of office, out of offices that we're supposed to be in, facilitating our own government. <laughs> Right, you said government to government. Once you get attached to one, you can create one yourself, distinct community. That's what it said, right? Since a certain time. All of us can show our distinct community way back. And we already know they've been messing with the records. So it, it, it will take time, but I don't think it's too difficult. Man, let me tell you, my my boy before the pandemic, right? He was able to go down, and he got three other great seals. Mm-hmm. I think it's seven seals altogether, if I'm not mistaken. But he has three of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Man. All right, brother. I got to keep moving. People got their hands up. You got anything else to say? Uh, no, nah, grace and peace, brother. Thank you, bro. All right, peace. Thank you. Thank you for the information. All right, let's go to oh seven eight six eight five five. Seven eight six eight five five. You are live. Okay, come back to him. Press one if you want to go live on the air with me now. Press one. And numbers five six three nine 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 three six one five. Press the one button. All right, let's go. Two five three four seven six. Two five. Peace to the gods. Hey, peace to the God. What's going on? Yeah, I wanted to ask a couple questions, but I'm just going to go ahead and make a consultation with you. Okay. I need to share with you that I've been following you for six years. Mm-hmm. And I think that you have come a long ways. Your light is shining really, really bright. I just you need to know that. Thank Furthermore, you. you're going from what I see and from what I feel, you're gonna I pass all of your teachers. Uh, you are I very you are very that. you are very respectful. You don't require a person to pay their money and that you just call them when you feel like it. You have a calendar on your site when someone 
knows when they pay their money, they knows when they're going to have a consultation with you. Right. <laughs> you are a very respectful right. teacher, and you're going to go a long ways in life. I just want to share that with you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Peace to All the right, God. What else you got? All right. Okay, peace. That's it. That's it. Peace to the God. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Who else? Press the one. Only if you y'all got something to say, I'm telling y'all how y'all who y'all really are. Y'all ain't got y'all don't want to ask no questions about that. Who you really are? Y'all want me to, to really go in on it, huh? Let's see. Oh uh, yeah, I put the link in the chat already for you. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. You know, hey, y'all better get y'all stuff in now because I'm going on a vacation next week. So uh, the schedule is already blocked off. We out. Or. Let's see, there's something else I think I want to talk about. No, just a little side note. Huh. What's this? This is something else. This is something I'm going to show y'all here. This. This is at what they this is how they programming y'all thinking y'all was colored. Here it is right here. This is in the Library of Congress. They called the Colored American. They came out with papers like this. And it was people like us who did this. I'm trying to manipulate this thing better. And Chronicling America. Historic American newspaper, Library of Congress. This is how they, this is the propaganda. This is how y'all became colored through stuff like that. Let me see if I could change the pages. You know, these all indigenous people, right? Let me see, let me do all pages. There's all the pages. And notice there's a, there's a, what we call, look, what we think is an Indian. These are articles, you should go read them. See see how our sisters are back there doing their thing on fortune telling and stuff like that? We we did all that. We were doing that. They try to say the gypsies and stuff now. They picked up on our stuff. Uh right, let me see. I'm just going through my archives now. <laughs> this is how they got y'all to believe y'all were colored through stuff like this. Let's see. Let me stop and go. I'm just waiting for somebody to put their hand up. Oh, we got some more. Hold on. Let me see if I can find something, then I'll get those people on the line. I'm coming to y'all. Uh, where's my bookmarks? Bookmark. All right. Oh. 
Another episode for that paper, and the truth is in there. You read this this thing, you'll start to see the truth. This is how they program it to believe it that you were colored. This is the start of it. I'll put this in the chat for y'all. All right, let's go to the phone line. It's uh three three zero seven three four. Peace. Hey, Shalom. How you doing? Doing good. Good. How are you? Right. <clears throat> doing good enough. <laughs> right. What'd you say? You doing what? Good enough. Good enough. Okay. okay. Nothing's perfect. Nothing's perfect, right? See, you speaking that, not me. Everything's perfect, baby. <laughs> know why it's perfect? Because it happened the way it happened. Perfect. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, go ahead. What Congrats. you got? Yeah, congratulations. I uh, used to listen to Jonah Bay uh, here and there, and then I uh, remember the uh, video he introduced you, and then uh, you eventually took over everything. Um, so I want to say congratulations. I would say I took over everything. I mean, hindsight ready was always mine. Me, uh, part-time, less than part-time viewer, you know, uh, my well, bad for, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I hear what you're saying, you know, from the looks of it, it looks like that, but, you know, it was a, I, I, I put it like this. The time we worked together was good um, for the most part. And, you know, things happen when you don't work with a person. There's no need to beat up on them, though. We don't have to do uh, that. I don't have- yeah. I don't have anything against him. I don't have anything against you. Um, even yeah. it, it, there's plenty of YouTubers that came out with information. Some of it held up. Some of it didn't. And uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I would agree with the, that <laughs> for sure. The information that actually held up is kind of surprising. You know, I don't want to get into it uh, too deep, uh, but Jonah made something pretty. Uh, he made a point pretty big about the Minnesota 220. The birth certificate, yeah. Well, everything about the 220, you know. And then uh, you ever see the video by the power of offense? No. Oh, uh, that, that you're talking about Keith, who used to be with us. He was one of the – one of our first eight. Oh, one of our first post. We, we – that came in – Back in 2015, he stayed away. He, he he only for a few months he was with us. Yeah, I remember that. I know. These are the most critical videos I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what made it, it so critical? Because uh, finding out the birth certificate bond, authenticating the birth certificate, finding out that the Secretary of State is your uh, guardian. <laughs> Yeah, this guy kind of broke the egg, and uh, it revealed everybody that preached against the Minnesota 220 rule uh, was either a fraudulent guru or they were a baby Freemason, and uh, um, they were they were lying to the people from the start. Well, it could be that they didn't understand it. 
either. I, you, everybody likes the quarterback, especially after the game's over. Mm-hmm. I, I just say it like that. Like I'm not. I, I'm a person that puts people out there. I'm, I'm not going to do that to your audience. I'm not. It has nothing to do with you. It has to do with the community that was arguing openly about Minnesota Rule 220. When we understand Minnesota Rule 220 and the idea that we are indigenous to this land and our inheritance from our fathers have been stripped from us, mm-hmm. it leads me to believe that somewhere in there is the path to the direction of actually a federal lawsuit because the Fed messed themselves up when they put assumption on the books. So as long as they assume our identity, mm-hmm. there is an well, opening. Here it is. This is how they do it. They put out a definition. They say what it means. And we made the assumption that it was us. So we got to take responsibility. <laughs> uh, very true. Yeah, cannabis. <laughs> right. versus we, they have the definition, and we say, okay, <laughs> they put it out there. That's like with the application, are you a U.S. citizen, yes or no? Because you've been programmed to think one way, you check off U.S. citizen. You're not. No, this, is, this also goes to, to a lawsuit. No, you were taught in 10th grade or 11th grade by a white man teaching you that you were black. He associated He told you openly, color, this is not about. Yet when you file no. that, it seems to be about class. Okay, mm-hmm. and he doesn't explain this to, about class. Again, when, when I when I figure out how to word this federal lawsuit, I'm throwing my high school in because it's under federal instruction, meaning they tell them what to teach me. Right. The, the high school right. didn't go to 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 uh, 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 birth certificate uh, uh, system and say. Hey, uh, we want to teach the children to sign up for uh, uh, Social Security. No, now you got to remember. Okay. Hold on. Go ahead. You could bring you. I wouldn't bring the the actual school. I would bring the school board, the one that Ooh. regulates what the teach what the school does. Because see, the schools once you get to the school level, they don't have any control on what's being taught. Right. It's the board of directors over the school district, the dean of schools, that say these are the books that we're going to use for this district. They control. Oh yeah, yeah. So you would have to go to the top of that if you want to bring a claim like that. You got to go to the actual person who's perpetrating and saying this is what's required. And in the state, the county, you have to go to that county of and go to them because they're the ones who's in control of that. Because what is a school under? Any every school is under a county, right? Yeah, right. So where's the real control at? The county. That's right. a sub-political right. subdivision birth, of the state. Birth in the county, and then the right. birth certificates are handled by who? The county. County. Right. So there's your there's your culprit there. It's a fair point. Fair point. Thank you yeah. for your time. All right. All uh, right, bro. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, let's move on. Uh, yeah, the birth certificate is very important to understand in this process as far as Minnesota Rule 220, authenticating the birth certificate and all of that. It is. Uh, 214-293. 214-293, peace. 
Oh, that's me. Hey, what's going on, brother? Appreciate you. Peace to the guys, man. Peace to God. What's going on? I wanted to ask, uh, when you were reading that document there, and um, in there, if you were to put the claim in, how would you do it? Would you do it through a UCC-1, or is it like something you just I wouldn't write do it or why would I do that? Know. If I'm going to put a claim, it would be an official claim. First, okay. I would go to the go to where they say go to make the claim. And then okay. when I get confused, once I do that process and I'm getting meeting meeting uh, walls with that, then I go to the next level and that would be to court. See, everybody right. wants to jump to a court process, but you gotta give them fair warning first. Hey, so this is what I'm, that's what I'm doing, and then once hey, I, okay. You're not giving me what I, I need. Now I go and take you to sue. Okay. Oh, I might have a man, man, mandamus or something like that. Oh, you know, there's a lot of ways you can go at it without actually going into an actual lawsuit. Now, here's the problem with a lawsuit is getting the judge to side with you when, they, when it's a political strategy to keep you where you are. So, Courts don't like setting precedents like that, but what can happen is you can do it behind closed doors. Got you, private. Right. Okay. okay. Everything cool. I'm teaching you all how to do is behind closed doors, so to speak. Yeah, go correct the driver's license, but that's on an individual basis. No one sees your records but them. Right. You know, okay. we're not on the side of the road making a scene. This is me. I need y'all to just put this on the record in these documents along with that. Okay? That's it. No no harm. Got it. All right. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate your time, man. Yeah, because I was sitting here right. just wondering, okay, how do I put them on notice? You know, how do I let them know, uh, you know, from from their words? You know, these are their words, so they already know who I am. So, you know, I'm like, am I having to prove? I don't have to prove that to them. I just got to put them on notice. Yep. All right. Yep. yep. All, right. <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you, brother. man. All right. Thank you. On. All right. Let's go to the next caller. Peace to the gods. You're listening to Hindsight Radio. All right, Les. Who's the next caller? Is 813-564. Peace to the God, King. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful myself, man. All right. I, I need a, I need some. I need some spiritual guidance today, man. I got a little issue. I got, well, that ain't an issue. It's just a little, I need some help with a, a procedure, some, some court procedure. Oh, okay, go ahead. I served my baby mama, and they came back, and they said that she could she don't stay at that house no more. So that was the only address I have. Now, what's my next? Next move next is you go to the court and say she doesn't live there because uh, you could do you can uh, after you try to serve so many times, uh-huh. uh, you have a way where they'll you can file it in some way. You she can be considered to serve. There's a procedure. Read the procedures on 
process of service for that county. It'll tell you what you can do. I kind of did. That's why I was kind of confused. I was a little confused on it. Uh, I got I got to set up a conversation, but you can let it go out of town, man. You can always let it go on vacation. Yeah. So, oh, so, uh, you have to go in, and there's it's a way to do an affidavit. I tried to serve it. You did due diligence, and then they moved forward. But uh, you want to try to get it served. You don't know where she lived now? No, I don't know where she lived at. Oh. I'm sure you know somebody that know it. I used to know one dude, but he passed away like a month ago, man. He used to mess with an auntie, oh. but he passed away. My auntie then passed away. You know? but I, that was it, man. That was the only dude I knew out of my partner. Yeah, you know? tell him, go to the court and just ask him, hey, I'm having trouble serving her because she don't live at this address anymore. Oh, uh, what's my options if we, she can't be served? Like, yeah, I asked him that. They were talking about I need to go take the legal advice, go get legal advice and all that. I was talking to the clerk on the phone, of course. But that's not so much legal advice. The clerk, they got rules that, that I've seen it where that's why every time they try to serve someone and they don't serve you, they record an affidavit. I tried to serve on this date. No one was home. Or they'll put a notation and they'll keep doing that. And then what they'll do is go to the court to seek an order to um I forgot what they do the, where you don't have to serve her. Just mail it to yeah. the last address and that's it. And that'd be okay, considered. So, yeah, because they, yeah, they definitely put the affidavit in on non-service. They couldn't serve her because she wasn't at the address. Right. That's what they do. So, they let you I'm know not- that it was non-service. She wasn't there. And ask the process server. They know that. The one that you hired to do it. I went through the sheriff. Through oh, the you would just uh, ask them. Say, hey, yeah. what happens if she can't be served? How did that go where somebody can't give you legal advice? That's not so much legal advice. They tell you that's just the rules of the court, how they operate. That's how I, I, kind, of, that's how I kind of felt when I asked them. I'm like, it's really not legal advice. I'm just asking what's my next, what do I do next? You know, if I, she can't be served. I'm just asking you, what, she's like, right. well, you need to call a legal service Back to it down, you know, and you just like they—they—they know how to tell you. Hey, well, this happened. This is the other option. They can tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I know. There's a way they. If you can't serve them, they'll. There's a process. Well, they'll uh, get permission to just the clerk mail it to the last known address, and that's considered served. All right. Something like I can't remember. It was I read this. It was so long ago. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna go read it. Put some yeah. practice. I'm gonna go see what's going on. Uh, Where are you coming back? You going out next week? I'll be back next Friday. Oh, next Friday. Yeah. Oh. Did you put those? Did you put those documents in the YouTube chat or the blog talk chat? Because I was traveling. I couldn't get to neither one of them. I just put them in there on on YouTube. Okay, yeah, I better get to Yeah, I can have to call wife and tell her to log in to blog talk. You put them in blog talk. Not in blog talk. Okay, YouTube. all right. All right, brother, man. I appreciate it, man. Right. Enjoy your vacation. You coming to Florida? Come get some of this heat, man. That's where I'm going. That's Come where get I will some, be. It's like, not, it's like it's 97 degrees today, man. Yeah, I know. Bring a tank top with some shorts. Yeah, well, that's all you can wear out in Florida. Y'all hot out there. 
Hey, hey, bring something that's natural for the mosquitoes at night, too, man. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, King P. All right, let's see. I'm trying to read what he's looking for. So what happens when you when a person cannot be served? If you don't show up to court, da, 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 it says, although you may think that avoiding process is a good way to keep a lawsuit from happening, no matter how hard you try, you can't avoid the suit. Don't show up to court. Certified after a process makes multiple attempts to complete service of process in person and fails, they can send legal documents through the U.S. Postal Service. Service process can be completed via certified mail as long as the process server can provide proof that the papers were mailed and you reside at the address. Posting on the door of your resident in person. There's a little link. I'll put that in there. You just read that. They have ways around it that they, they can mail it, certified mail. And, and they said, notice in local newspaper, attempted to reach you, failed. Please. See, some states allow substitute service. Typically, substitute service is sought after other avenues to complete service. The process has been proven unsuccessful. The substitute service is authorized. The process server will be allowed to simply leave the legal documents with the relative or the roommate at the address. So, yeah, they can. There's ways around that. All right, let's go to the next caller. Five one six three two two. Yeah, what's going on? What's going on? Um, where am I at? Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say, yeah, you're definitely um correct in them stole our property. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they some of them stole it. Someone just gave it up, bro. <laughs> yeah, okay. well, well, yeah. Some of them just gave it up. I ain't gonna say they just stole it because we were too too big out there. We too many of us. We just kind of acquiesced like we're doing now. Well, they also set the conditions, whereas you were scared to claim that you were an Indian. It, but that's after we gave up the power. That was after we warred against each other. Then we were powerless. Then we, and then they. They, then we was intimidated. So it all started somewhere. We got to take some responsibility for true. how we ended up. Very true. Very true. Very, very true. Um, but there's always a way to get back what is yours. Yep. Um, it is. And I myself, I don't believe you're going to be able to do it under their laws because, you know, they can interpret their laws how they choose to. Yep. You have to go under common law. Okay, what is common law? Common law is basically what they use to usurp your name. Now, in America, they try to say that common law is said and done. But that's impossible for common law to be said and done. Let me look up the proper terminology for common law. Um, 
common law is a body of unwritten laws based on legal precedents and will often guide court judgments and rulings when the outcome cannot be determined. So common law, like you have a common law of marriage. So they accept that as common law. Why? Because you just cohabitate together. A lot of people. That's the precedent. You set the precedent. precedent. That was basically the law of the land. Yeah. Yeah, that was so, basically the law of the land or the law of the people. And that's law. Gonna, say that again? That what I just said is common law. Law is made by precedence. What is commonly yes. done. Yes. And that's why they call, call it common law, because it's the common law of the people. Mm-hmm. Of of the majority. That's how they that's how they make the cases. But you can bring your case under common law. Like you can bring it up under civil law. Um, you know, they misrepresent when they bring in traffic tickets under uh criminal law. But technically that's what it is because they, they you know charge you a ticket. You can bring it up under common law. Because mm-hmm. Just, um, See, a lot of people throwing that common law thing around. If I'm going to use the common law, then I need to go find case law to support my claim. Okay, so... Or authorities. Yes, and there, trust me, as you know, it's in what you can prove, and it's out there. I'm going to give mm. you a perfect example. I'm trying to remember the name of the movie. Somebody could put it out there. It was uh, the brother, he was in the car with his kid, and um, the cops came and uh, killed his kid. And he turned around and he held common law court inside the police station. Y'all know what I'm talking about. What he did was he, he exercised vigilante justice. He did vigilante justice. That's not common law. <laughs> That's not but, common law. Yeah, yeah. No, no, understand what I'm saying. Understand Revenge. what I'm saying. What he did was vigilante justice. Right. But he, what I'm talking it's what about we would is call the street justice. No, no, hear me out. What I'm saying, the process in which he did, this is what common law is. Common law I just is read, brother, I just read to you what common law is. Listen, I let you run off and say what you were saying. I was just letting you go on, but I'm going to stop you right now. Because I just read to you what it is. What you're about to go into is not common law. You're trying to make it something it's not. I just read to you what common law is. It's off of legal precedence. That's why I use the example of marriage, common law marriage. you setting a precedence of being and living with a woman as She's your wife. You set the precedent, so you just have a common law marriage. Okay, so that's common law. Nah. What's the precedent? Okay, so what has been commonly done? Common okay. law. Okay. It ain't commonly well, done. Was... Somebody walks into a police station to do street judges. That's not common. That's not precedent. Has it happened in yeah. the past? That's not common. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was yeah. more talking about the process and where he got 12 people out of 
the group that was there, even though they might have been inmates. He and got, he held. Well, if he killed twelve, what would he? Would he do? No, no, no. He got twelve individuals and formed his court. Formed his. Formed his. He formed the uh, court. Okay, that is a, a, <clears throat> That is what you called a. Oh. There's another term for it. That's the oh. common law. That's that's when you're getting your peers. Uh, a, a group of your peers, and you're deciding what's going on. So that is what called. That's called a constitutional court. That's called a constitutional court. Constitutional court. Because you have the jury of your peers. Now, the truth of it, for anyone to be a true jury. They have to be a freeholder, meaning they have to own land free and clear. That was the ancient way it was done, and okay, it was a, so they, they didn't get they didn't they 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 picked common people to do it. You know, people who, but they had to be freeholders, meaning they couldn't owe any debts. They had to own that land. I yeah, did a show that's like probably, many that's years ago. Where, that's probably where I should have. That's probably where I should have went to instead of giving that. That that is an example. Yeah, but you mean example. they got common so, people to who did who was was not biased in any way. That's what he did to render a decision in his favor. That's the way. That's constitutional. That's the way it's supposed to be done. But they don't do none of what they do in the course of the day is strictly by the constitution. They do it by way of statute. You yes. know, you and, should and you don't like in most states, all states, just about. Your right to trial by jury is inviolate, meaning they can't you can't waive that if you wanted to. You see? So this bench trial stuff that they're doing is not constitutional. But it's all yeah, by consent. You accept that, then you get that. You're like states like well, states like North Carolina will force you into a bench trial. And then you get you have to go back and do a trial by jury de novo, some some fancy Latin word they use. Um, then you go, but that statute, but the Constitution, when you read it, it says your right to trial by jury is inviolate. And they can't, yeah. you can't even unilaterally waive that. They can't take it. Even if you said, I, I want the bench, they're not supposed to give it to you because it says you have a right, if you've been accused, to have a trial by jury. But you have to challenge. You have to bring that up. Hey, the Constitution says this. I don't care what you say. What you're saying goes against what this says. You know. And they do that. They do that all the time because our status isn't correct. But uh, I want to say it's, it, it, it. Status is important, but it's because you're not asserting that. You, you don't have to have your status corrected to say, hey, the Constitution says this versus that. You see, you point that out. This is what it says. And you do that by way of a motion, you know, or even just challenge constitutionality of the process. There's ways to do it. It's, you know, you just got to know the steps. Like I heard you say in the beginning, well, you're not going to get it done in their, in their system. It is possible to get it done in your system once you take know the way the system works and use their rules to your favor. You it can is. get them. Yes. yes, there is. 
when you correct the jurisdiction or you let them know that they don't have jurisdiction. What what type of jurisdiction are you talking about? Okay, um, before I go you to the jurisdiction, all types of jurisdiction. You got subject matter jurisdiction, personal jurisdiction. Okay, so let me let me let me. I'll come I'll come back to that jurisdiction. Yeah, what yeah. I was referring to on common law, and I'll go with what you were stating. Back in the days, we had what they call a lodial title. So, like you said, you didn't have, you didn't owe any debt. You owed your property free and clear. Right. Um, and yes, because you had property, you you and you can hold that common law, and you pull twelve of your peers, and you go on on case, on on precedence. Now, under common law, you can bring that. What I believe they're doing with the Indians. Hold on, brother. Hold on. Go ahead. Finish. Finish what you're saying. Because you keep okay. going at What I believe what they're doing with the Indians and under these treaties, because if it's government versus government, I'm stepping to you as a government. I don't yeah, got to prove to you. So that means... I don't have to... Did that mean... I don't have to... Go ahead. I don't, finish you know, saying. I don't, I don't have to prove to you and give you certain documentation because I was here before you were here. Right. All right. So... Let me, let me say this about coming in as a government. Okay. Here's a question. You're going to come in mm-hmm. as a governor. How? I was no, I was just, I was just, I was just, just making a statement. Okay, so a government is a government has a constitution, bylaws, it has members. So if you're coming as a government, you're going to have to come as a group, and it needs to be organized. You can, yeah, but you can, you can, you can come as a government because a government, a county, a municipality, all of them are the same thing as a state. I got you, brother. Hey, I got to move same. on. I got to move on. Okay. I got okay. I hear you. All right. Yeah. I mean, some of the things he's saying is okay, but he, he doesn't have it all together. You know, you're going to come as a government. I just read, when I read the other thing, it showed you how to, with that government constitution, bylaws, uh, minutes, just like the government here does. They they, they got the Congress, they, they they hold meetings to set laws, right? You got to do the same thing. You can't just say, I'm a government. All right, I want to share this with you because somebody said this in the chat, and I actually got the document. How did you become African-American? All right, it, it, this, is, this is the last thing, and I'm getting off. It said, the Reverend Jesse Jackson, a South Carolina client of Cherokee, started and promoted the fake title of African-American that has been imposed upon black Indians, indigenous to the Western Hemisphere region. This comes off of a book called The 103 Amazing Facts About the Black Indian of the Western Hemisphere. I don't even like that word, black Indian. I don't like that. That's a, it's, a, it's a PDF, so I, I can't share a link. Just type that title in, and you should find this. 103 Amazing Facts About the Black Indian of the Western Hemisphere. It is. All right, with that being said, hey, appreciate everybody supporting the show. 
whether we agree or disagree. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate all those who donated through Cash App. And um, like I said, I'm going to be on vacation. Uh, so probably won't have a show next Tuesday. Most no, we won't. <laughs> so I'll leave y'all something to you know, older something. I might try to broadcast you know another time during this week. Oh, uh, so. Remember, we got a couple of shows that on this channel, well, on Blog Talk, we have the uh, Raising Independent Thinkers show, we have uh, the Divine Connection show, and we have my show, and plus we this other relationship show that we're going to be doing. Um, I'll give you more details about that. But remember, if you really want the insider information, the great, the good information, go to akimel.com and sign up for the membership. There, I have video after video after video after video uh, on there. Showed y'all that last time. All of the classes. I'm going to log in here real quick. I'm just trying to give y'all. Of what, what to expect. Oh, the, the courses out of the premium membership curriculum. Oh, let's share this. All right, Chrome tab. No, that's not the one, but I think I can show y'all courses. I think that's it. All right, that's not the right screen. All right. Window. This one. These are all the courses. Well, these are classes that I've held so far, different things on there. QSIP contact information. Passport, like if you get a rejection there, there's a notice, how to answer that. What would your passport look like? A lot of that information is on YouTube. ES-11 instructions. And these are different classes that's been held. Got a lot of information in. That's just a little bit of it. Oh, just a little. There you go. All right. Stop that. Thanks. Peace. Safe travels to everybody out there. And peace. This is Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station changing the nation. Peace to the gods. You're listening to Hindsight Radio. This is Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station changing the nation.